Late Spring by Mary Oliver Finally, the world is beginning to change. Its fevers mounting, its leaves unfolding. And the mockingbird finds ample reason and breath to fashion new songs. They do. You can count on it. As for lovers, they are discovering new ways to love. Listen, their windows are open. You can hear them laughing. Without spring, who knows what would happen? A lot of nothing, I suppose. The leaves are all in motion now, the way a young boy rose and rose in his wooden boat just to get anywhere. Late, late, but now lovely and lovelier, and the two of us together, a part of it. Birds are chirping, the sun is shining, plants are budding, and that can only mean one thing. It's finally springtime in Edmonton. Hi, my name is Sonic Patel. And I'm Elizabeth Dowdell, and we'll be your hosts for the next half hour of what we're calling a Terra Informa Spring Fling. In this episode, you'll hear from all your favorite Terra Informers about what spring means to them. Before we get into the episode, as always, we would like to acknowledge that we are situated on Treaty 6, the historic and present territory of Cree, Métis, Blackfoot, Dene, and many other First Peoples that continue to live and gather here. Let's talk about spring and some of its symbolic and cultural importance. First off, there are a few different ways we can define when spring starts. Meteorologically, spring is the period between the coldest and warmest months. Typically, in the Northern Hemisphere, this puts spring between the months of March or April and June. Astronomically, spring is considered the period between the vernal or spring equinox which is the day of the year when total daylight equals exactly half of the day, and summer solstice, which is the day of the year when we get the most sunlight. This year, the vernal equinox was on March 19th, and the summer solstice will be around June 21st. Here in Edmonton, the start date for spring is a little different, considering we get an extra month of winter. Typically, the first few weeks of May feel like spring, and we are still expecting snowstorms in March and April. Since we've already passed the Great Thaw this year, it finally feels like spring. Of course, spring is at the end of the year if you're in the Southern Hemisphere. So if you're listening from south of the equator, just pause the audio here and check back in in six months. Spring is associated with a number of cultural events, including Easter, Passover, and Ramadan. The spring equinox, or vernal equinox, is a significant event in many cultures. It's theorized that Stonehenge, the famous circle of rock structures in England, 
was built to observe the equinox. The vernal equinox is also the start of the new year in many calendars. For some faiths, such as paganism and Wicca, the equinox in spring symbolize a time of rebirth because new crops and life bloom after the snow. Some people view this as an opportunity to reflect and reset. You might have experienced something similar yourself if you've taken the time to do your spring cleaning. For modern Wiccans and neo-paganists, the equinox is also a celebration of Germanic goddess Istra, or Osara. If that name sounds a little familiar to you, it might be because the festival of Istra, celebrated by pagan Anglo-Saxons, is the namesake for Easter, which would later be redefined to celebrate the resurrection of acclaimed carpenter, Jesus Christ. While not much is confirmed about her, it appears Istra is the goddess of the dawn and represented spring fertility. Associated with her is a sacred animal, the Easter hare. There is some speculation that, in traditional belief, the Easter hare used to be a bird that was transformed into a hare, yet retained its ability to lay eggs. So if, like me, you've ever wondered why the excessive amounts of chocolate you consume in Easter is shaped like rabbits and eggs, here's the cultural origin. So spring was historically, and continues to be, considered a time of rebirth, regrowth, and renewal. If you go outside and see birds coming home, the buds on the branches, and new flowers blooming, it's hard to disagree. But this year, spring feels a little different from normal. The COVID-19 pandemic has had incredible impacts on our day-to-day -day life. You may not feel like you are enjoying spring the same way you normally would. In this darker sort of time, uh, we think it's more important than ever to let the longer days bring sunshine and brightness into our lives. As terror informers, we continue to find new stories, write and record while social distancing. For this episode, we asked our contributors what their favorite memories or signs of springtime are, how spring feels different while social distancing, and what bright spots are on horizon. In the audio that follows, you'll hear contributions from Terra Informers, Andrea Miller, Amanda Rooney, Sean Howe, Curtis Blandy, and Elizabeth Dowdell. We also heard from Charlotte Thomason, who opened the episode with a poem from Mary Oliver. everyone, this is Andrea. Hey, this is Sean, recording from my apartment. Hey Tara Informers, I'm Curtis Blandy. My name is Elizabeth Dowdell. Hello Tara Informa listeners. My name is Amanda, and I'm out here in the River Valley today, walking around with my animal companion, Frida, who seems very interested in biting my mic. I am recording from my home in South Edmonton, where I am walking distance to the Mill Creek Ravine and our river valley. The weather is kind of gloomy today, but it is very warm. And I'm just sitting in my sunroom right now. It's kind of a gloomy, windy day, but it's finally warm out again. I'm recording from my window looking out on my patio which is a little bit sad right now
think one of my favorite things about spring, I remember especially as a kid, was um, that crunchy edge of the ice that is like really satisfying. It's probably one of the like early spring joys. The first sign of spring from where I sit is definitely the snow melting to reveal a lot of brown front lawns. Although the perennial garden in my front yard is starting to show the very first signs of green poking through from under the patches of snow. My favorite signs of spring and my best memories of spring are all tied to the sight and sound of running water when the weather all of a sudden starts to warm up and the snow melts. There is water dripping off roofs, winding down the streets, pooling on sidewalks, and best of all, I think, is the first spring rain. Growing up, we would put on our rubber boots and go out to find the biggest puddles we could. The water is never particularly clear, nor is it home to many signs of life, but there is something satisfying about stepping in a puddle, sometimes unsure of how deep it's going to be and if the mud will take hold of your foot. I still make a point to veer off my path and into a puddle if I see a particularly good one. There's a woodpecker over here. Frida has got some thoughts about that. Hey, Frida. Some of my favorite things about spring, there's two sort of heralds of spring for me. One is plant buds, right? That the leaf buds start coming out. Everything starts greening up a little bit. And especially living here downtown, the other herald of spring, which is much less joyful for me, is uh, the dust. If you've ever lived downtown, it's kind of a, a wind tunnel and definitely dust just starts blowing through the alleys and the roads and is everywhere and is the worst part of spring but also unmistakable. Spring is here. So I think like when people ask me what my favorite season is I would say late spring I would specify because here in Amiskwichi or Edmonton, it's early spring is very different from late spring. Even at the end of May, there's like some drawbacks to spring. I remember as a kid, one of my friends who has their birthday later in May, later than I do, I think it was around the 20th, um, we went to the River Valley for her birthday. And you know, the snow had pretty much just melted. It was sunny, we were so excited to be outside. So we decided to roll down this grassy hill and we rolled down the hill and you know, minutes later, 
my arms were just like covered in a rash and that was when I discovered what snow mold was and you know I've got very sensitive skin so that was a, a rude awakening to that. Spring is here. It's definitely here. All the snow is melting. It's almost gone. Uh, it doesn't really feel real to me right now, I've got to admit, but it is nice to be able to be outside again and not have to put on 17 layers of jackets and scarves and long johns. But this summer and spring, I am mostly looking forward to just biking a lot. Normally, I would be biking to patios anytime I had a day off and having a nice, cool beverage, sitting out in the sun, getting my sunburn on. But I think this year is going to be a bit different, obviously, and I'm taking it day by day, but I am really excited to start biking around this beautiful city of ours. Hopefully the gravel will be gone soon and everything will be melted and green and bright. That's what I can't wait for. Right now, all the snow mold is just getting my allergies all dinged up and it's going to be a time, but it's going to be fun. I love spring because daylight time is getting longer and temperature is rising. The winter in Alberta is just so icy and cold with temperature around minus 20 degrees Celsius. So it is very lovely to see spring come back with a nicer outdoor temperature. And the most important thing is it means my favorite season summer is approaching. I just enjoy the nicer visor outside in spring. The grass gets greener and everything becomes so lively. I live near the river valley and the ice is starting to melt. There's no need to wear heavy winter jackets and people start to have a lot more option for clothes and layers. Being able to go outside and just like a denim jacket and a hoodie is like a big relief. It's so freeing. Like you, I'm sitting right now on a hill, um, looking out onto the river, and it's great. Frida likes it too, right? favorite signs of spring or memories of spring it's my grandmother's tulips she had a, a little tulip garden on the south side of her house I always felt and sort of associated that with spring that she would have these bright red and yellow tulips come up and they were such a short bloom um, so very ephemeral which is something that I think we really associate with spring because it is such a short season but so powerful in the changes that it brings other memory I have of spring has to do with Easter and one is my other grandmother would always get Easter cards from Belgium so they'd be in French 
and they'd say like Joyeux Pâques or I've butchered that I don't know what how you actually pronounce that but they would have this like French writing on them and they'd always be you know very Easter scenes and flowers and pastels. Another one of my favorite spring memories is a childhood Easter. I guess me and my sister got our faces painted as little bunny rabbits and there's this photo series we have of me and my sister and my sister is beaming at the camera and you can see me away in the distance and then in the next sort of photograph I've realized that she's getting her picture taken and then I'm running to the camera and then I've basically pushed her out of the way to beam at the camera and take her place instead. My birthdays in May so there are a lot of great memories associated with spring. I remember last year my friend and I went to Niagara Falls and Toronto. We had a great food and went to cool museums and parks. I still remember the heavily misty town of Niagara Falls at dusk due to the vapor from the fall. It was so foggy that I felt like I was in a movie. It was kind of interesting because I saw a horror film when I was a kid where giant spiders attack people in the fog. So the scene just brought my childhood memories back to me and I felt like I was in the movie. So it was quite fun and I really enjoyed it. to me right now during sort of this COVID-19 social distancing time is a little bit different. It started to sort of settle in missing Easter's. It was back in March when I sort of realized, oh, like we're not going to get to have Easter dinner. So that was like a, a sad sort of moment. But instead, we had our first Easter video group chat because my dad just got a cell phone. We spent an hour playing with like effects and filters and being a family that way instead. That was, you know, really nice and it's something new and something different, but finding new ways to connect is something sort of I'm experiencing right now this spring. Even in a global pandemic, the seasons still happen the same. It's still this like mucky, drawn out springtime with snow mold all over the hill and a really lovely day. So it's kind of grounding in that way, which is really nice. It's definitely, you know, the changing of the seasons is one way that nature is really good at kind of grounding us, which, you know, maybe in the face of climate change, that, you know, pattern of stability in the changing of the seasons is a little bit at jeopardy. I hope that everybody has things planned for the spring. I know I want to 
be able to see my friends again and not have to stand down a driveway from a couple of pals just to say hi or zoom party with them it's it's going to be really nice to see people face to face again but spring is looking up everything's got to get better at some point and hopefully it'll be sooner rather than later what i it sort of makes me think about or realize is just how resilient people and relationships can be, how we sort of have natural cycles that we, you know, we connect, we disconnect. Spring is always a reminder that there's sort of change and rebirth on the horizon. I like to think maybe hopefully and optimistically that this is sort of a spring or a, a social rebirth or renewal where we as people are remembering to be maybe kinder and care more about our community and seeing the ripple effects of our actions and there's yeah, just the things like kindness and empathy and something I was thinking about especially is this sort of value for our non-human kin. Things like birds are so exciting right now and people are really into birding because that's something that's a new and a change that you can observe while you're in place or plants in the season and how much our environment and our natural world and the other creatures that inhabit it, you know, they're still going on business as usual even though people are sort of slowing down from some of the, the systems or maybe the pressures and stresses that keep them going and moving and realizing there's a different sort of rhythm and a different pace that we can be focusing on. So that's sort of what spring means to me right now is this rebirth or this renewal and a very different focus on our each other, you know, and us as a, as a society and as, as communities together and also with, with our environment. However, during the current COVID-19 situation, spring is definitely very different from what it was. So I've been staying indoors instead of going outdoors to enjoy the nicer weather and the fresher air. Another thing is before the social distancing, I always bought food outside and ate at the university dining hall because I was not a really good cook, so I barely made food for myself. However, until recently, I started to cook for myself. It is a very interesting experience and it is less complex than I expected to cook every day. So I think my cooking skills are definitely improving. So that's it for my spring. Hope things could get better soon in the coming months. Stay safe and healthy. The current time where we are all isolating inside has made it difficult to notice the small changes in the season, and those first signs of spring. I am appreciating it so much more when I can get outside for a late afternoon walk around my neighborhood. At that point, the sun is as warm as it will get that day, the sound of running water is everywhere, and the birds are all out. A woodpecker on a power pole and a swarm of waxwings have been my most exciting bird sightings these days. Yesterday, I watched a porcupine sitting at the edge of the creek in the ravine near my house. The warmer weather and the days growing longer also make me eager for long evenings spent outside with friends, and it has been a difficult realization that we will have to find creative alternatives to that right now. In the coming months, I am looking forward to finding a small plot where I can grow something green and sharing an evening meal outdoors with friends and loved ones. 
a bright spot on the horizon for this spring and sort of summer are uh, obviously those green things coming back. So having, being able to see green leaves and like dappled sun are things I'm excited for. I think it's important to sort of remember those cycles in nature and sort of that the rhythm of life goes on. We're not just trapped in the urban cycle of like work, home, work, home, Netflix, work. I think for a lot of us, our routines and our structures and our rhythms have totally been annihilated or maybe not. <laughs> maybe they're just disturbed a little bit, but you know, for some of us, we've become really untethered to any sort of cycle or structure. And so I think that being brought back and I think spring is, you know, like planting and gardening and that there's something to look forward for, that there are these natural rhythms to anchor us is a really bright spot for me. Very much looking forward to being outside, being out sort of in that open air and back in nature and feeling connected to place, even if I can't be physically connected to people. Patio beers uh, and just being outside, just sort of enjoying normal summer, normal spring in so many ways. Just this past winter, put bulbs in our front building garden. So it's, um, looking forward to seeing you know, my tulips sprout this year. Thinking about how those routines or those cycles just kind of go on. I used to look forward to my grandmother's tulips, now I'm sort of taking that over. So really thinking about what, what we keep and what we hang on to and what we bring forward with us in our lives and what we don't is sort of the, the big meaning during our time of social distancing and something I'm looking forward to, right spot for me, is what we take forward and how we kind of take joy and connection and community with us. online somewhere that was like you know like you can't hug your friends because of the global pandemic go out and hug a tree i'm like you know it's pretty weird and pretty granola but also i'm gonna do it i don't know about you So I want to say thank you to all of our Terra informers for sending us your spring thoughts and to Charlotte Thomason for reading a poem by Mary Oliver that we used to open the episode. That's all the time we have for this week. I've been Elizabeth Dowdell. And I'm Sonic Patel. Thanks for listening. Terra Informa is a production of CJSR 88.5 FM and all our content is created by a team of volunteers. Like you, we are figuring out how to work around the current pandemic. We look forward to bringing you new and exciting content every week, and we will continue to do so this spring and summer. We'd like to sincerely thank you, our listeners, for sticking by us. Please stay safe and stay healthy, and most of all, have a lovely spring. We'll catch you next week, right here on Terra Informa.